you can go through all the various different productivity hacks and focus on doing x y and z but there's one thing that you probably don't want to hear that is going to be more powerful than anything you will ever do to help with that overwhelming to-do list honestly last week i was sat there <laughs> and i could feel i've never do you know what that's so true because i've never seen your red face honestly i could feel it coming closer to like i knew i needed to ask a question and then you've got a bottomless never-ending to-do list and you spend your morning wondering how everything is supposed to get done and you spend your evening fed up at not getting everything done this episode's for you this one secret hack is going to change everything you'll have more time more energy and more motivation than ever but there's one catch you're gonna have to do something you've never done before How are we doing? Hello to you as well. Quite high pitched, wasn't it? Yeah, so there's two things going on today. Reggie's what uh, morning in his crate already and somebody is doing oh there he goes back straight away. Um and somebody is doing the roof, so there's lots of background noise. Someone doing the roof? I think next door's putting his roof back on after the big old Put his roof back on, his roof fell off. Yeah. That's a good old Saturday morning job, isn't it? Just put the roof back on. I'll be shed. Oh, of his shed. Yeah. Ah, oh, that makes more what sense. What was the storm called? Eunice. Eunice. Y- Eunice. <laughs> Eunice. And your nephew. Eunice and your nephew. I was thinking that, but I was laughing too much to get it out of my That's mind. funny. Yeah, it was a crazy storm, wasn't it? I don't really feel like it. I mean, not Well, we didn't see bins flying around the sky, so it wasn't no. too bad for us around here. Not much happened just next but to honestly, shed. Honestly, if you haven't seen the video of the bin flying around the sky, I thought Phil was having a laugh, but... Were you having a laugh? Was it a joke? No, it's real. I'm not saying you la- Look, are you smiling? Because <laughs> it's a funny video. There's been flying in the air. Are you, was it not real? Yeah, it was real. Are you sure? I think so. It convinced me anyway. Oh, well. It looked like... Did you ever watch that film when you were younger called Twister? No. I can it was like it was one about, of those though. end of the world films. <laughs> no, I mean, I did see a trampoline in a car yesterday as oh, well. Oh, my goodness. I what? mean, I didn't see it, but I saw On it the in video. video. Yeah. I've not watched the plane ones yet. Oh, don't. Honestly, if you've not seen the plane videos yet, please never watch them because if you're scared of flying at all, you will never get on a plane again. Oh. That is genuinely one of the worst things I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. And we, we went out in, oh, I don't know what night it was, but we went out late at night to take Reggie for a walk. And oh my goodness, the poor dog got blown off his feet, didn't it? He did. It was like <laughs> he actually I like took a sidestep for the wind. It was a bit like walking a kite, wasn't it? <laughs> Brilliant. What a guy. Craziness. Never seen anything like it. Oh, I remember that for the credibly. No. That was a great wind of 74. No, that was a great storm of 69. No. Do you not remember that? No. Oh. I feel like you know this. I don't remember stuff unless I write it down. If anybody's, oh, if anybody watches Vicar Dibble, please message me because I need someone to chat to about Vicar Dibble. Really I like remember it. which falls in the puddle. That's funny. <laughs> that was actually voted like I think it was like the number one comedy moment in British comedy. Was it? Like, something like that. Yeah, I think so. I feel like I didn't see it coming, but I feel like you, my mum, and my dad had all told me about the puddle moment. Yeah, so everyone's I feel like, like I was watch for the puddle. For <laughs> it's hard not to because when someone says Vicar Dibble, that's what you say. There was so much comedy gold that I didn't watch for a really long time. For example, that 
Phoenix Nights, we only watched, like, oh. when we we watched it all on YouTube, didn't we, when we first got together? Do you know what's funny? Yeah, we did. It's funny because, like, me getting you to watch Phoenix Nights recently is like you getting me to read Harry Potter recently. Yeah. We you bring me the comedy and you made mm. me watch Tommy Cooper. Oh, legend. Absolutely. Honestly, my number one comedian. Just, oh. Yeah. I feel like you just get me to watch all the comedy things. I mean, I did mm. watch a lot of comedy already before I met you, but... You've broadened my horizons. Hey, we've just started watching Afterlife as well, haven't we? Yeah, actually, do you know what's funny? Because you're getting me to watch all the things that my mum and dad used to watch that I was like, oh, mum and dad are watching it, I'm not watching that. Really? <laughs> yeah. No way, I didn't realise that. Yeah, it's really funny. Because my dad loves Tommy Cooper, my mum and dad both love Vicar Dibley. My mum oh. and dad both love... I think I was just a bit too young for Phoenix Nights first time round. I'll be honest, I was. It was well better when I watched it with you this time round. Because first yeah. time round, it was a little bit... Like, I didn't get it all. Mm. Like, especially if there's jokes about like sex and stuff and I'm like dead young and you just like don't quite get it you yeah. know it's just a bit like you, you, I think you just laugh along to be included yeah hey, we've got, I got you um, tickets thank you to Amy Andrews on this one um, I got oh, you tickets to something called Potter Vision some are, I don't really know what it is but I think it described it as a, um, a, a parody a comedy parody of the Order of the Phoenix no what's the first Harry Potter called? Uh, Philosopher's Stone. Philosopher's Stone, that's the one. Call yourself a fan. <laughs> I had a mind blank. I said Alder of Phoenix and couldn't think of the other names of any of the other books then. This is like my dream as well. Like a comedy, like I love comedy, I love Harry Potter. I'm just bringing it all together. Yeah, it could be a disaster. Moved it, really. though. it was supposed to be end of this month and they just moved it to like mm. May, haven't they? Anyway, we're going right off on a tangent today. Oh no, I'm flipping out. Sorry about that. We've flown off. On a... Do you know what it is? Flown off is that wind. Yeah. You... <laughs> Eunice, stop it. We're busy over here we're trying to record a podcast. <laughs> Your niece. Your niece. <laughs> your nephew. Grab your niece. Don't come there. I was going to say the reason. I've noticed this. You know when you've got the first bit to say? Yeah. We never... It takes us ages to get there. When I it's just me, I just say way straight in and I'm just like, I'm ready for this podcast. Oh, I, what I'm I just say. like having a chat. It's the oh. only time we chat in a week. <laughs> <laughs> this first 10 minutes That's of the why, podcast. Um, That's why we brought a second podcast in just so that we can have a chat twice a week. <laughs> yeah, everyone thinks... That we spend loads of time together in the house when actually we just sit in separate rooms all day and then come together and talk about business. Mm-hmm. So uh, these 10 minutes, the only time we talk about anything, we've been talking about the weather for the last 10 minutes. That's where we're at. Mm. That's brilliant, isn't it? What a beautiful moment. <laughs> You're witnessing the blossoming, re-blossoming of our relationship. Anyway. <laughs> Told you about it segueing. Cycle. That's what next, isn't it? Yeah. You shout the first word in that <laughs> sentence and that'll help you. Anyway, right, so, right, we're going through a cycle, most of us. We used to do this all the time, didn't we? Oh, like every day for months. Yeah, so what you do is you get your piece of paper, you write your huge to-do list that never ends because you've got a thousand, a million, one things to do. You feel overwhelmed because of how much is on the to-do list. You wish you could split yourself up into 10,000 different people. You then rush around at 1,000 miles per hour you can't finish your list because it's physically impossible unless you were actually 10 people. Um, and then you feel like you failed because that list is still there, glaring you in the face of all the things that you need to do. So you start beating yourself up, tell yourself you're rubbish, you're not good enough, you can't get it all done, and then you repeat it again the next day. And 
if that sounds really familiar to you, it might not even be a physical to-do list, to be mm-hmm. fair. It could literally just be all the things that are currently racing around your head that you're trying to make sense of and feel like you've got to do. Um, even if it's just like your day-to-day things that just it all just feels that little bit overwhelming and you just end up stuck in this cycle of feeling like you, you can never get everything done and finished, don't you? And then the mistake that everybody makes is they just try to find a solution without actually working out what's gone wrong. So they think, right, well, if I've got this big, huge to-do list, I'll just have to get it done. And instead of going at, you said a 1,000 miles an hour, didn't you? Yeah. I'll just go at 10,000 miles an hour and that'll get everything done. But as we know, it just doesn't work. And you can take this for, or this tip that I'm about to give now, you can use this for absolutely any struggle that you've got. Rather than trying to find a solution straight away, try and work out where the actual problem is. So Jen just went through like a full cycle of different, things that you go through and the problem here isn't that you're not working hard enough or that you're not trying hard enough or that you're not working quick enough the problem is that you're creating a to-do list that before you even start it makes you feel overwhelmed so what does that tell us the to-do list is too big Mm. there's too much on it you're setting yourself a challenge that is physically impossible to complete and if you're 100 percent honest with yourself right now you already know that And like Jen said, it might not even be a physical written down list. It could be something that's in your head when you're thinking about what you've got to do today. And you're sat there thinking, I ain't going to get all that done. I've absolutely no chance. I've got X amount of time and the amount of jobs I've got to get done today. It's going to take more than that. Like it physically does not fit. I think the phrase is square peg round hole, isn't it? Yeah. And I think, I think you can go through all the various different productivity hacks and focus on doing x y and z and we've got them all like we've got loads of different stuff that can help you Mm -hmm. with this but there's one thing that you probably don't want to hear that is going to be more powerful than anything you will ever do to help with that overwhelming to-do list and you probably don't want to hear it. Did I just say that you don't want to hear it? Yeah, but they really don't want to hear it. But it's you fine. really don't want to hear you it. Emphasize I can emphasize I think I was thinking about Reggie Burke and say then... It, um, say it again. Go on, what? You really don't want to hear oh, it, probably. Well, yeah. That doesn't mean turn the episode off. Mm. No, you've got to keep listening to us because here it is. Ask for help. <laughs> and it sounds so simple and so silly, but the type of people that we work with and probably the type of person that you are listening to this right now, you want the best for people, you love helping people, and the thought of asking for help means that you're burdening somebody else, you're putting somebody else out by asking them to help you, and that doesn't sit well with you, because you're the person who just gets it all done, and and you just do it all yourself, but the problem is you're not you're not doing it all yourself. It's a story, isn't it? Like, oh, yeah. I just do everything myself. I do it all. But then when you look back at the end of every day, you're like, oh, hang on. No, I didn't. I didn't manage to get everything done again. But yet you create the story that you're the type of person that does it all for themselves. Yeah, and honestly, I think it, it can be really challenging when you first start doing this. And I know, I know it's something that I found really difficult when I started doing it, but in order to build up you've got to start really really small for this so whether it's at work whether it's in your home life at home with your family whoever you're living with pick an area that's really really tiny so something that's not kind of too big and have an excuse ready i know it sounds really silly but it helps i think when you start asking for help it helps to have a reason why you can't do it. So for example, I had a client who uh, was working in, um, what's it called? 
hospitality in a restaurant she kept saying yes to all the overtime and she was like working like seven days a week 12 hour shifts plus and she was finding it really difficult to say no because she wanted to help like she she wanted to like be the person who they could rely on and so I said to her well just tell them that like when your shift's done like oh I've got a doctor's appointment or I'm really sorry I can't do that because I've got um plans that day with a friend because it's my day off like find a reason to say you can't do something or if you're like oh can you help with such a thing tonight because I've really got to get such a thing done and it just kind of helps ease you into asking for that help with something doesn't it I think that's the important part isn't it because like I always see it on social media and so many people saying like you shouldn't have to make excuses and we know that like we get that that's the end goal but I think that's people not understanding you and not not understanding how difficult it is to actually ask for help Mm -hmm. and to actually say no. Like these things are not simple and straightforward. So yes, in a perfect world, you wouldn't have a need to have an excuse ready. But right now, that might be what actually gets you to do it, to provide yourself with evidence that it's actually beneficial. Yeah, I just realised I'd give you an example for saying no rather than giving an example for asking help there, didn't I? Well, it's still but a But it kind of works with the same idea, doesn't it? I think it? you gave another... You did get a... Give I did give another example yeah. about asking for help, yeah. But it all, it's all the same. Like, it's, it's protecting boundaries. It's getting people to do stuff. That inevitably means that you're going to be at your absolute best. And that's what we are massive on at LLMB because everybody tends to come in feeling really low. And it often is because there's that, that overstepping of boundaries, yeah. trying to do everything themselves, not asking for help. It all contributes, doesn't it? And you know what? Like, this could be, um, this obviously is like budget dependent, but like one of the best things that we ever did was thinking about all the jobs that we dislike doing. And there's a lot. And pay somebody else to do them. Mm. Although we are quite lucky. We we used to have a cleaner when we lived in Manchester, didn't we? But now your mum does it for free, so that's quite nice. (laughs) Make her two cups of tea. Do you know what? Sometimes she makes us the brews. Yeah, I know. We'll be sat upstairs working. She's like, does anybody want a cup of tea? I'm like, you're literally here cleaning. Like, ask us to make you a cup of tea. I know, she's a good egg. But yeah, I think we we both hate cleaning. Like, Mm. we both think... It, like we know some people absolutely love it but for us we just don't get any satisfaction out of it and it really helps to have somebody else do that job because it means we get time to do other things mm-hmm. and then um we don't like doing the garden so we bought we paid for a gardener bought a gardener, bought a gardener. <laughs> but i mean it was like what 15 quid mm. every couple of weeks yeah and like the, the amount of day, doesn't it, time basically? and energy we saved from that by just asking for help and it doesn't have to be like like for example Phil's mum cleans for us like we don't pay for that but it doesn't have to be um something that you pay for but just think about the jobs that you don't really really like doing and think is there anybody who's really good at that or really likes doing it that you could maybe ask for help with because the other thing is they'll probably do a better job at it than you as well because it's something that they enjoy doing so I suppose the biggest thing for us is just thinking about right what are all the things, maybe even it's just like, oh, is there something I do on a week-to-week basis or a day-to-day basis that I can just ask somebody else to do that will just take a little bit of something off me at home or at work. Just trying to find a way to look at that to-do list and ask for some help with it, basically. Mm. Just what are the little jobs that you can get rid of? Even, do you know what? Even kids. Mm. <laughs> kids love helping not all of them because they get to a certain age where they're like nah not doing that but if there's some kind of like incentive or um some kind of reward from them kids love rewards like if you can find something that, that that motivates them to get it done 
let them take a bit of the responsibility and if you've got the kids at that beautiful age where they just adore helping like <laughs> I had some girls in like year six year five and six who were just the best it, like even some lads who just like would give anything to help you um and like I say I know I know that's not everyone's kids <laughs> but um it's it's worth trying to find a way to potentially get them involved in it as well 100% you uh are you gonna put me on the spot I am Sorry, you, you will notice that the dog has gone quiet because he's now laying in between us napping mm. because he is an absolute prin he just loves the attention doesn't he he does love the attention he hasn't sadly been well. he hasn't been well no I think I think that's why he's he's struggling being on his own a bit at the minute um we're working back up, aren't we? We're getting there. Working, it took us so long to get him to be okay on his own and he's gone backwards since he spent a night in Buffy Hospital, poor boy. Anyway, that's irrelevant. On the spot. The inside of dog's ears feels really weird. Great. I'm really glad that you shared that with everyone on the podcast. It's not everyone might want to know. Right. It's strange. You've got a whole people, bunch of people now who've got dogs going, <laughs> stroking the inside of their ear if they've never done that before. Look at it. Yeah, it's lovely. Sorry, I realised no one else can see this. <laughs> Carry on, put me on the spot. On the spot. So, what we're going to go with? Um, I, I forgot my question. Oh, I did write anyway, it. Anyway, then, see you next week. <laughs> oh, I remember it now. Um, when was the last time you felt embarrassed? Oh, embarrassed. That's a good question. Uh, I feel like you don't get embarrassed very easily. So this may have been a bit of a rubbish question. Oh, that is, no, it might be a good question because I can't think. There must have been something I've done where I felt. Or oh. if you can't remember the last time, like, something fairly recently that stands out when you oh, were that's the thing. I wasn't even thinking of the last time. I was just thinking in general when have I been embarrassed. Uh, I went red-faced on the podcast last week, didn't I? When? I couldn't think of a question to ask the guest. <laughs> not if that counts as embarrassed but like we've just started doing guest podcasts and I was flapping basically me and Jen have a way of setting up we're like whoever we have like a few questions so don't we yeah. and whoever's asking the next question is the person that should ask the question that's kind of going off on a bit of a tangent just to keep it flowing because obviously if there's me Jen and a guest we don't have three people speaking over the top I mean it's bad enough it's just me and Jen shouting over the top <laughs> of each other but if it's three of us we was like right we need to come up with a strategy to make it work and honestly last week I was sat there and I could feel. I've never. Do you know what? That's so true because I've never seen you red face. Honestly, I could feel it coming closer to like. I knew I needed to ask a question, and then, was it, Adele? No, I think it might have been the first one. Did it? Was it Sky? It might have been Sky's one. And I start. I started speaking because I was like, well, I need to. One of us needs to start speaking. It's it's my turn, so I'm gonna have to. And I was like, you know, like when you're speaking and you're thinking at the same time, I don't do that very often. I just speak. Yeah. Whatever comes out, just comes out. And I just remember just being sat there thinking, oh my God, I have no idea what my question's going to be in a sec. <laughs> and honestly, it's weird because I know in about like 20 episodes time, I'll probably not know what to ask and just go, yeah, that's class, but I have no idea what to ask you. Can we just like pause a sec so I can think of a question so that we can like edit it in or something and I won't be bothered but for some reason like when you first start doing something you want it to like flow and sound really good and just be really sort of simple and it just isn't is it and honestly the guests we've had on our podcast so far have been phenomenal like exceptional haven't they so it's definitely 100% not their fault at all um it was just me not having a clue (laughs) 
what question I was going to ask. Do you know what's funny as well? Like, I, I was just thinking about this. Like, you're not someone who goes red. So when you did, I knew, like, you were, like, feeling it. And then I started thinking about, like, I'm so thankful that I'm not someone who goes red when I'm embarrassed. In fact, no, I do. Like, but it has to be, like, um, really embarrassed mm. for me to, like... Like, absolutely flapping big Yeah, time. like that. Do you know, when I used to get observed in the teaching... Oh, I, yeah. I, yeah. I wouldn't get... Um, I'd just get, like, this hot flush through my body and my neck and <laughs> chest would start getting really red and I could feel it. You know, when you can... There's nothing worse than when you can actually physically feel it as you well. Know your face is red. Yeah. Yeah, that's me the other week doing that. I think we're getting... I think I'm getting better, though. I don't know, let's ask for some feedback. Are we getting better? Yeah, someone drop us a review, as long as it's positive feedback. Although we've recorded quite a few now, and we've only put two out yet. That's true, we've got some absolute bangers some, coming yeah, out. Yeah, we really soon. have, yeah. Madness, honestly. We have got some, I mean, they've already been great, but some incredible guests lined up. I am absolutely buzzing for them. Yes! On that note, why don't you um hit a little subscribe so you don't miss them? Yeah, because... At the moment, there's another one coming out every Thursday as well. Yes. And if you don't know that, you'll miss it. And yes. also, the week goes at 100 mile an hour. So mm. let's be honest, it gets to Thursday and you forgot that we was bringing out another one anyway. Sometimes we forget. Honestly, the amount of times where someone tags us in a story saying, oh, I was listening to the podcast. And we're like, oh my God, yeah, I released a podcast today. Mm. So like, if we forget, we get that you're going to forget. So hit subscribe. Yes. That way, it tells you. You get a little notification saying, oh, Hello, and be about an episode. And then you can give it a little listen. And once you've listened to it and you like it, have a little scroll down, give it a little like, rate it, review it. All these good things you could be doing for <laughs> us. On a serious note, thank you for listening. No, yeah, we really appreciate it. Go and have an absolutely incredible week. The best you've ever had. And we will catch you again soon. Ta-ra! See you later. See you later, Rich. <laughs>